Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Record Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We're doing it. We're here. We're live after a Bills victory. How are we feeling? Are we encouraged? Are we, like, playoff ready? Do you have some trepidation? Talk to me. Let me know what's going on in the chat. Folks, the Buffalo Bills, once again, finish off the division as number one. We know that. We wanted that number one seed, but we know exactly why we didn't get it. And it's not a big deal because at the end of the day, what matters is you get into the dance. And what you do at the dance is truly what normally matters, right? How you perform. So you do all the regular season stuff to get to this point that we're at right now is to now start performing. Now, near the end of a season, you want your team to, you know what I mean, start to ramp up. But I'm going to be real. I don't feel that we've been ramping up. I feel that we've just been coasting. We've just been plateauing, right? We're up and down. But when it comes to playoffs and, and it comes to performing, we don't have time to just be, even, even keel. This is where we've got to start ramping up. And I don't know, man. I mean, we've been off a little bit. So consider this. And a lot of people might not want to look at it this way. Right. And I'm just, I, this is just, this thought just came to me just now. I know that we want this buy. We wanted this buy for so long. And so listen, we got our buy. We got our buy. We had that week to, to kind of get our minds off of football and, and focus on, what really matters, our teammates, our family, all that good stuff. So we had the buy. 
now it's time to ramp up. And I don't know if I feel great about how the game was proceeding, but how we closed the game out, I was happy about. And that, if you want, if I, if, if we can chalk it up as we're ramping up at how we ended the half, I'll take it. How we ended the game, I'll take it. But we do have some things to clean up. Do we ever? But you know what? Let's start off. Let's start off with, before we give game balls out, you guys know we don't do it like that. We got to start off with giving out the flowers. And you know that's how we roll, right? And New England came out and was they had no intentions of laying down. None. And we had to respect that. And I feel like we thought we could just come in and roll in and just put points up and get them out of here, right? Nah, man, Mac Jones showed some things today. Mac Jones came to play. Mac Jones, at one point on his touchdown drives, was 17 for 17 for over 200 yards and two touchdowns. Dude was cooking. It was like it was one that it was one of that that, that meme where when a team when someone's when someone's about to really do something, hold on, hold on, hold on, let him cook, let him cook. That's exactly what it looked like <laughs> with Mac Jones. Mac Jones was like, hold on, let me cook. I'm still I still got something. You know what I'm saying? Pats came fighting for their season. You damn right. It would it'd be no different than for us. Right, we need something to happen, and listen, we closed it out. We finished the season thirteen and three. Maybe it could have been thirteen and four. Maybe it would have been fourteen and three. Here's the question, though: Who had us only losing three games this year? Who had us with this record? I mean, this record is is unorthodox, obviously. But like when we first started the season. In the offseason, we were you know, we debating on how many wins are the Bills going to get? How many losses are they? What did you guys predict? Is this, is this in line? Did we lose to who you thought we were going to lose to? And here we are. What about that Bengals game? Who did you guys have winning that Bengals game? Because, I mean, I want to try to flip back into my pages to see, like, how did I predict that Bengals game to go? Obviously, we didn't play the Bengals game, but you guys, you guys catch the drift. I would love to know what I actually put down. I mean, I have to go way back. I think I have it in my other notebook. Either way, it doesn't matter. We chalk this up as win. So if you guys enjoyed this win, do me a favor. Smash that like while you guys are here. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Folks, we are less than two, 150 people away from 25,000 subscribers. Do us a favor. Listen, man, jump in, smash that, subscribe, and let's get this thing going, man. Folks. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples, man? You get into the game. The, the game has already got a, a major atmosphere. Atmosphere is lit. And normally, we're the ones kicking the, kicking the football. You know what I'm saying? Our defense will do work. And then we know we, we take over in the second half. And so we said, give us the ball. And when we do get the football, Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines, Naeem Hines, Naeem Hines takes it back to the house. How electric was that? I'm sitting here going, all right, here we go. What kind of offense? What, what kind of offense are we going to get? Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Offense? Forget about an offense. Today it was about special teams. And Naeem Hines not only took one to the house, he took two to the house in the same game. The last time that was done was by Leon Washington. Leon freaking Washington? But what, 2010? I think he played for the Jets at the time. Leon freaking Washington took it back to the house. Listen, two touchdowns, two touchdowns for kick returns today. Alone in one game by one man. 
all year long this year, there's, there was only four taken back. Four all year, 18 weeks of football, only four was taken back. My, my man Naeem was like, yo, hold up. I got you. Now, how many times, I don't know if you, you guys have been watching me long enough. How many times was like, man, I feel it, man. Naeem has got to take it back. He's going to take one back. I don't know when. He's got to take one. And he saves it for the last week of the season. Not only that, and more importantly, who the heck everyone was playing for? Our guy number three, baby. Our guy number three was all was all over. Listen, we had jerseys, t-shirts, sweaters, ball caps, toques, you name it. It was out there today. It was a sea of blue, and it was beautiful because guess what? Ins- inspiration was all over the place, man. And you you saw Naeem take that take that back, and he gave you he gave us the deep. Come on, son. Like, listen, that was great. Now. One, we've actually unlocked something here. We've unlocked something that has been needed. We needed that key. We've had the key. We had the ring of keys, but every key we put in just wasn't working. So we may have unlocked the door to special teams play by Naeem Hines. I am looking, I am looking forward to this, man. The emotions were running high, but we also, myself and Rev, we also call this at in, pre- in, in the pregame. Maybe these emotions were run too high. And we'll need to get our focus back. And it seemed as though we cooled down a little bit. Although we were up 14-7, we cooled down a little bit. Oh, my goodness, man. Let me go back to giving the flowers to these New England Patriots, man. They fought. They needed this game. This was for their season. They needed to make the playoffs. And and if they made the playoffs, if they beat us, they would have probably been playing the Bengals, and we we would have probably been playing the, the Jaguars. Or so, I'm not sure. And that's a scary, those are two scary teams. So we will be facing the Miami Dolphins. But before we get into all who we're facing and all that good stuff, Mac Jones came to play, man, 26 for 40, 243 yards, three touchdowns. He was sacked once and he had a 75 rating. Now, I didn't say his interceptions for a reason just yet. Because before he's throwing those picks, he was cooking us. You know what I'm saying? Until things started to happen. Trey White made a great play. You got to give it to Trey White. We're going to talk about Trey White, but Trey White made a great play. Welcome back, Trey White. I still need more from you. Don't think that your interception is going to erase what I got to say about you. Heck no. So, so, salute to my man, Maybach. Mel, what's up, Maybach? What's happening, bro? This old life. I see you, kid. So, salute to Trey White. And then you had an interception by Milano in the end zone. You know what I mean? Muddy Waters gets the interception, but that's Mac Jones trying to make a play, right? Your team is down. You're trying to make a play. And then last but not least, Greg Rousseau comes in off the pressure, affects the pass from Mac Jones. Harris can't bubble it up. Tremaine Edmund comes down with the interception. Either or, you got to give credit to where credit is due for Mac Jones. He had his team playing today. Ramondre Stevenson, six carries for 54 yards. Damian Harris, 13 for 48. Ramondre Stevenson had nine yards a pop. Nine yards a pop. Troubling. But nonetheless... These guys ran for over 100 yards today. Devontae Parker, you got to give it, give it up to Devontae Parker, man. He went from being in Miami, and nobody was really giving him respect in Miami. Then he came to New England, and he had a big game today, man. Six receptions for, off at seven targets. He was cooking our defensive backfield. Kendrick Bourne, four for five targets, right? Hunter, Henry Hunter, Hunter Henry, excuse me, six for, six for seven targets. Bro, these guys, were, these guys were getting open. They were doing it to us. So you got to give credit to him. Mac Jones, solid job today. Y'all were fighting 
and you fought right to the end until the better team prevailed. At the end of the day, let's keep it a buck here. The better team prevailed. There's no ands, ifs, or buts, man. When you put talent versus talent, quarterback, we got it. Running back, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Receiver squad, we got it. Defensive line, we got it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at the end of the day, we're overall, we're the better squad. And it showed near the end of the game where we closed them out, period. But you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him, man. You got to give it to guys like, I mean, Bentley. You got to give it to uh, McCordy. Had a huge game today. Shout out to McCordy. But, like, listen, that's as far as that's as far as far I can give y'all, man. I can't go any further. You guys, you guys put a good fight, and it was a wrap. See you guys later. We send the Patriots to a losing record, eight and nine. And uh, that's probably the first losing record that uh, Belichick's had since what? Uh, when, Bay- when, when Brady got hurt, if I remember correctly. Actually, Castle is the one that, that took over. I can't remember what the record was, but it's been a while. So, Patriots missed the playoffs. No playoffs for the Patriots. It's been a long time since it happened, but that happens. Pass came to play, but the Bills' defense was c- capitalistic. Trade day with a pick. The team played for three. Listen, man, there's a lot of things that happened. There's a lot of things that, that happened this game, but you know what? I'm done with giving the love to the Patriots. Um, good season, Patriots. For Patriots fans that are watching right now, good season. I didn't think you guys had a shot whatsoever. When you guys brought in when you, the draft that you guys had, you guys let go of certain key players, and then you brought in offensive coordinator Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, and they're sharing duties and it wasn't looking good, but you guys fought and stayed alive until the last game of the season. But you went up against the wrong team. Had it been the Jets, had it been the, you know, you know what I'm saying, the Miami Dolphins, maybe you had a shot, but you went up against a very good team, one of the best in the game. Uh, one buff to say, Rico, je suis pas confident, confiant uh, de pour, attends, 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 je suis pas confiant de tout pour les playoffs. Pourquoi? Uh, bon, I was about to just reply to him in French. Uh, he, my man said he's not confident uh, for the Bills going into the playoffs. I'm with you. Yo, je comprends très bien. But I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to French. But yo, listen, we got to clean things up, and I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that. But I had to get to the Patriots first, and then we can get into all that stuff. But I salute to my man speaking français. Man, you got me. Yo, you got me breaking up my French. But not right now, brother. Not right now. So let's get to the nitty gritty, baby. Bills win. Bills win, 35-23. Uh, some good things off the top of my dome. Right before I get into what worked, what didn't, get into the scoreboard and all that good stuff. What worked, what didn't, what I liked, what I didn't like. Here's the deal. We started off hot. We look good. We're working. And then we just hit a, we hit a low. And at one point, I'm not going to front. And I, you guys know I keep it a buck. And I don't care if you guys. But it's seven, 17. Although finished the game strong. You know what I'm saying? We're starting to get loose. But boy, oh boy, there was a point in that game where I was like, fam, like, wake up, wake up. And this is not the first time we've been asking number 17 to wake up and let's get going, right? The last few games statistically haven't been great. So what's going on? Loosen up. We'd like him to loosen up a lot earlier. You know what I'm saying? So, ah, man, it it was frustrating, but... When you're when you're nice like that, when you're elite like that, you'll you'll shake it off and start making plays. And once you start getting warm and once you start figuring things out, we're in. And like I said, we got our bye early. So we haven't played like it's been like that all season long, right? The freaking storm. 
we can't practice. We went two weeks without practicing, like very much. Like, so there was a point where we were just doing virtual practices. So yeah, there are going to be some moments where we were rough. And this looked like that today. Tyson Williams comes in and says, yo, last year we coasted. And then we had two amazing playoff games. You got to believe in, we got to believe in them, Rico. McDermott knows when to turn it on when it matters. Boy, I'm not believing that bullshit at all. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't really, did we turn it on per se last year? Because eh. there, were, at one point, we were fighting for our playoff lives last year. If you remember, we were at one point, you know what I'm saying, in the hunt. We were in the hunt. Get the heck out of here. But, but you do have a point because we did turn it on in the playoffs. So who knows? Maybe this is, this is where we start to see the difference. We, we leave the regular season behind and we jump into the playoff and we, we activate playoff mode. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, usually you want to give, you want to get a, a, a semblance of, okay, what does playoff mode look like? And in this game, it was shaky. Maybe near the end, offensively, okay. Defensively, hell no. Nah. And we will get into all that. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, generally speaking, I understand what we went through. So you have to emotionally get yourself back into football. And you, it may take a quarter or two. And maybe this is what we needed, that quarter or two to kind of shake things off and then start to really put things together. So hopefully this game was the game back from the bye week, the bye week that we had that we so desperately wanted. But here's how fate works, man. We, we were fighting so hard for this bye week. And then... Obviously, the unfortunate, you know what I'm saying, the, the, unfortunate, the, the unfortunate situation that happened with DeMar gave us that time. So now it's, it's, it's go time. It's go time. We don't, need, we don't need the bye week anymore. We got that. We got healthy. Teron Johnson went down in that Bengals game. Guess what? We got him back, and he played a pivotal part in today's game. So that was huge. That was massive. Um, Joshua Winder comes in with a super chat and says, yo, Gabe is killing us. Well, let's get into the freaking box score then. We might as well, since you guys want to talk about it. So let's let's start off with our guy Josh Allen. Let's start let's start off with our guy Josh Allen. Nineteen for thirty-one, two hundred and fifty-four yards, eight yards a pop, and he really started to get it going because he started raining them bombs downfield. Man, oh man, it would have been even more had Mister Number Thirteen caught that football. But we'll get into that in just a moment. Eight point two yards a pop, three touchdowns, one interception in the red zone. Red zone interceptions. Josh led the league in in. Red zone interceptions with five. Fam, when we get into the red zone, we do not give the ball up. We want TDs. We want TDs. You know what I'm saying? That's what we want. I was about to get inappropriate just there because my mind went there when I said we want TDs. But if you guys catch what I'm saying, you guys know where my mind was going to go. But I'm going to bring it back because my mind was in a gutter there. You know what I'm saying? But I want, I want more TDs. I want more TDs, but no interceptions, man. We we keep we keep giving away interceptions like like Oprah's giving stuff away. We got to stop with the Oprah stuff, man. I don't want Josh to be Oprah in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? Be Oprah with your teammates, but not the other team. That's what we need. You know what I'm saying? Them things we gotta we gotta chill out. We gotta chill out. Yo, Rico ain't gonna say that. <laughs> we ain't gonna say that. But you guys catch what I'm saying? I want more TDs, man. Secondary is my concern. As far as today, you have you have to factor an adrenaline dump. Whatever, whatever it is that we must do to, to dump that nonsense that we had in the backfield, then we go get into that because I'm going to be, I don't care if I'm hurting feelings. You know what I'm saying? We're back to football. Now, we, 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 we sympathize. We empathize. You know what I'm saying? We're human. We know, we know what happened, and we know where we are right now. There comes a time 
where now you got to get right back to the grizzly. And we're back to the grizzly is what is my team looking like before we go into the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to be spending money to go all the way to Miami and watch the display that we saw today defensively? You know what I'm saying that's, that's that's something that people are gonna have to hold on. It's like, am I, made, am I making that? Am I making that flight? And I'm gonna see some of that what I saw today. Yo, they need to clean that up. But we'll get there. We will get there. You know what I'm saying? So Josh Allen, two fifty four, three touchdowns, one interception in the red zone. He took two sacks. Um, those were more like coverage sacks because he wanted some things, um, but he didn't take them. And he finished with a one hundred six, one hundred six point one rating. Now here's my deal. My man Noir says. Uh, there were missed opportunities that allowed the Pats to stay in this game. Isn't that always the, 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 isn't that always the case with us? We miss opportunities. And then guess what? The opportunities that we miss, they take advantage. The opposition, the ops, they take advantage of our missed opportunities. We got to clean those missed opportunities up because we continue to have these missed opportunities. We're not playing the bears. We're not playing, you know what I'm saying? The likes of the, the new England Patriots. We're going to be playing some tough teams this year. You know what I'm saying? And especially going into the playoffs, you get less mistakes. And the, the less, mis- less mistakes happen, and we're the ones making the mistakes, we're done. We're done. You know what I'm saying? My man uh, says, yo, Allen was playing for the kill shot today. That is my piss off. So now let me, ju- let me just jump into Josh Allen some more. So although I love the shots that Josh Allen took, the one deep to Stefan Diggs, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss right on the money. Perfect ball. You can't ask for it. You you gave him the okie doke, and then Josh Allen lets it fly for my guy Stefan Diggs. Josh Allen also lets it fly for my guy. Listen, me and Rev were talking about today. I said, who do we appreciate? Who do we appreciate? I'm gonna bring on Rev for this segment, and Rev, you're gonna come back up. Come on in, Rev, real quick, right? And we were talking about this. We were talking about this. What up, baby? What up? What up? What up? We we talked about this. Let me let me just. remove this banner here real quick and then we'll get right into it um we were talking about how who do we appreciate more in the in the realm of activating either cole beasley or activating john brown did we not mention that and i'm and i'm a genius baby in that crazy listen crazy listen so earlier today rev and i were talking and i'm like hold on time time out i said we got cole beasley that we've been yeah. bringing up, we brought him up twice now, right? Three times technically, but and they counted it as a third uh, as a third activation. But really, the game didn't really go down. But you know how it is, anyway. Correct. So the question was, who do we appreciate? Who would we appreciate more that would help this offense? Getting Cole Beasley involved in the game, which we had two instances to do that, and pretty much got nothing. Two receptions, right? And non-existent. Or someone that can stretch the field and make a damn difference. And I chose John Brown as my difference maker. Why? Because he stretches the mother effing field. Talk about it, Rico. That puts stress on the defense. And that's exactly what happened today. And the play was like this. Josh Allen in the pocket doesn't like what he sees. He says, you know what? Let me roll to the right like he always does. And I'm just surprised that defenses still can't, can't stop that. But when you're elite, you're elite. My man rolls to the right. He doesn't like what he sees. He goes, uh, uh. That is 2019 Josh Allen talking to 2019 John Brown. He All goes, day. Point, All point. Day. Rolls to the right. John Brown was like, got it. Turns back upfield, puts the Jets on, and a beautiful touch pass right underneath it. John Brown comes into the end zone. That's for six. Chemistry and a difference maker. Not that Cole Beasley isn't a difference maker because he is, but yeah. we, for some reason, can't seem to 
get him on the field to help out like he used to. Now, maybe we Talk like about maybe we like Isaiah McKenzie too much, or just the right amount, or maybe yeah. we're starting to implement. We're going to start to implement Shakir. I don't know because we saw a lot of Shakir today. So yeah, we did. We saw enough where we're like, okay, that's the second time I've seen him go to Shakir. So, and he could have had one in the end zone, but a great play by by Devin McCourty. Anyway, the reason I brought Rev on was. How did you feel about that? Because we talked about Cole Beasy and John Brown. Do you still feel that Cole would give us the better difference or John Brown, you feel like, you know what? Maybe that might be the way to go. Rico, I, I'm so glad that you, that, you, that you brought this up because hands down, hands down, John Brown proved to us that he is the guy that, that gives us the best chance to win Offensively, when it comes to the wide receivers, I know it's 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 the unpopular take, right? Beasley is a guy that a lot of people like, and granted, we need that guy in the slot. But John Brown stretches the field. Look at what John Brown did. What was it? A forty-two yard reception? Like, come on, man! Like, like Beasley can't do that. He cannot do that. I love Beasley with everything within me, but John Brown one for forty-two and one touchdown. Like, it came down to backyard football at that point, and John Brown stretched the field. That's what we this offense was needing. We needed a field stretcher, and John Brown proved to be the, the guy in that moment. He's a guy, man. Like, like we need that kind, of, that, that kind of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Beasley gives us the chance underneath, right? Third and short, whatever the case may be. But John Brown stretches the field. And that's exactly what we needed. And when we see what happened, I mean, how, how how can you say now that we needed Cole Beasley in that moment opposed to John Brown? Because when we see what, what John Brown did, John Brown is dynamic. Even at his age, he can still stretch the field and provide Josh with that outlet going deep and stretches the field and brings brings fear into defenses. I'm telling you right now. And, and we called it? Exactly. We what called happened. it. And guess what? Do not be surprised if you start seeing a lot more of those dialed up. Now, it's not going to be a staple in the offense, but when you need that shot in the arm to kind of get things going, you got to go to John Brown. You got to go to John Absolutely, Brown. Absolutely, man. And, and, I, and I'll, I'll add to this, if, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, go ahead. I, I was talking about how, like, the alert calls um, seem to be, more, more, and, and, you know, more, than, more, more, more cases than not, a run play. But at that particular time, and shout out to Josh or Ken Dorsey or whoever designed it, Josh Allen called the alert, which typically is a run play. But Josh Allen took advantage of the Patriots in that particular moment and called a, a pass play. Josh Uche ran hard for, for the run, and yep. Josh Allen was able to scramble out. And at that point, it was backyard football. Mm. Cole Beasley cannot do what Josh, I mean, what what Cole, what, uh, what John Brown did at that moment, which sure. is stretch the field and 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 be open for Josh deep sure. down the field, and Josh and and and, and uh, John Brown was open for the touchdown. That's exactly what this offense needs at times like this in crunch time. We need players to step up. Granted, we 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 want Gabe Davis to be that guy. Don't you get on Gabe Davis because that's my segment. I got okay. You. Okay, I, I'll pause. I'll wait. I'll wait for that. I got shit to talk about. But anyways, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Shout out to John Brown. <laughs> Shout out to my man John Brown. Listen, I'm gonna put my man Rev back in. Back into 
producer mode because you know I mean? we got things to talk about now josh allen kudos to you i think this was a game where we're gonna get you back to you know what i mean josh allen mode you needed this to kind of some some things to kind of kink out because you got to work the kinks out because you didn't play a full game then you had a week you know what i'm saying where you had to kind of gather yourself emotionally and then try to find a way to activate athlete mode and football mode and quarterback mode and leader mode and that you did near the end of the game. And you got to give it to you. You got to give it to you. But I bring up John Brown because that's the type of stuff that we need. We need those shots in the arm when the de- when the offense is just, ugh, just, there's nothing working and we're not looking number 14's way, with his, which is odd. Then you got to get a shot in the arm. And that's where John Brown came in. My girl, Jessica Tennis. What's up, Jess? Jess comes in and says, yo, play Cole against a zone team, Brown versus a man team. And you know what? The thing is, Will we be able to activate both guys on the say at the same time? And who do you sit? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we activated what five receivers today. So maybe we'll get a sixth, but then somewhere else, someone, someone's got to sit. So I'm sure they'll figure things out. We'll find a way because if you think about it, you'd have Gabe, you'd have Diggs, you'd have McKenzie, you'd have Shakir, you'd have Cole, and you'd have uh you'd have John Brown. There's your six if you want to go six. Um, and then obviously you got Dawson Knox and you got, so do you go with one less running back? You sit a running back. It's, it, you could go so many places with this, man. So, but either, or I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just put it this way, man, Josh, thank you for, for, you know what I mean? Snapping out of it and, and getting your mojo back. Cause we desperately, desperately needed that. My man, Alton V what's up Alton Venezuela. He goes, hot take. Davis has been mid all year. Only reason why people hold on to him being a legit number two is because of the playoff game last year. Boy, let me get into that. Don't take my, don't take my thunder. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that because, I mean, you guys have been hearing me talk about it lately. Not as hard because I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be respectful to certain players and, and you know, some things that they might be going through and some nursing, some injuries. And I get that part. It does happen. It's part of the game. But there comes a time when you're like, damn, all that. We got things to talk about. Now. Run game. Not as not as crazy with the run game. I have one one problem I had all game with the run game was when Josh had a clear lane to give it up to James Cook. Josh does this all the time. He does this thing where he's like, fuck you. I'm taking the ball because I don't trust anybody but myself with this football. There comes a time where you got to give it to the second round. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I get heated when I see this stuff. Give the ball to the running back. We know, Josh, you do what you do, but teams know that chances are you're gonna keep. You're gonna keep it. So they're gonna key on you. They will key on you. There was a play, and I hope that I'm able to cut this up and edit it. But there was a play where Josh had a clear lane to give it to James Cook, and if James Cook had that football, he's gone for six. But here comes Josh. He's like. I'm 17, I'm 6'5", I'm 240, I'm going to take this shit. Listen, we know you can do that. You have 760-some-odd yards rushing this year. We know. Give it to the freaking running back that we drafted in the second round that runs a 4-3-40. Give it to him, man. What are you? I don't want to see you running the football. When we need you in clutch time, yes, take it. You know what I'm saying? When, when these guys are keen on us and all that stuff, but when you have a clear lane to give it to your running back, give it to him, man. You're going to be looking at that thing and say, shit, I should have gave it to him. And James Cook ain't going to say anything because he's a rookie. If I'm a running back, I'm like, yo, fam, the lane was right there, man. Give it to me, man. RB, RB coach, 
freaking Ken Dorsey get on his ass and give him the football because he's gone for six. I guarantee you that. But Josh took it. That was my only blemish that I didn't like in the run game. Other than that, there were moments where we were, we were running pretty well, man. James Cook, five yards a pop, nine yards for not nine yards, not excuse me, nine carries for 45 yards. Devin Singletary, that fumble. Devin, Devin, don't you start that shit. You went, a, you went a good chunk without fumbling the football. You had that, you had that issue starting off your career. You chilled out a little bit and then you pulled this crap. Don't do that. Because that's the type of shit that'll make James Cook take that number one spot. And I don't want James Cook to take that number one spot. I think that you deserve it and you should hold on to it. But when you put the ball on the turf, we got problems, bro. You got to cut that you gotta cut that crap out. Kane Corsos don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to cut that shit out. I still love Devin. I still love Devin. That's my guy. But goddamn, man, like seven carries for 29 yards, four yards of pop still. But like we could have we ran the ball way more if we really wanted to. But we just, we didn't. We live and die. With Josh Allen, I'm okay with it because I know that's what we do. We have to live and die with that man. Now, run game: 25 carries, 90 uh, 90 yards re- uh, rushing, 3.6 yards a pop. Josh Allen had nine carries uh, for 16 yards, 1.8 yards a pop. That tells me give the fucking ball up to the running back. This wasn't your time, big fella. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't your time. They're keying on you. We played these guys twice a year. We played them last year three times. They know you. They know your tendencies. They know what you like to do. Give it to the young buck. Did I go off? I, don't, I didn't mean to go off like that. But it's the facts, man. I don't give a damn if we won. Man, Rico, we won, man. Why are you acting like that? If that's your case, if that's how you guys feel, I tell you this all the time. This is not the channel for you. Go somewhere else where they're kumbaya and say, we won. Great job, guys. Let's go get them. Now, I love the win, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying? Critical. I'm going to be critical on the things that we need to work on. And the things that I see that is an issue because I'm telling you right now, we bring some of that bullshit into the playoffs and we lose. How did we lose? Go back to the film. Go back to the Rico report because Rico was talking about that shit. Anyway, let me, let me keep going, man. So run game could have been better. I know it could have, but it is what it is, man. We're a passing team. That's just what it is. Should the Bills keep Motor next year? How do you guys feel about that? Do they bring him back? What kind of contract are you going to give Motor? We got James Cook. Are we going to go with two young backs next year? Do we, bring, do we bring Devin Singletary back to keep the game together? This is where the business becomes a tough. And I hate to say it to you, but the free agencies, the free agent running backs that are coming out next year, yo, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Montgomery. I mean, there's some good backs back there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about playoffs, baby. Let's go. Receiving room. Seven receptions, 104 yards, 15 yards a pop. I'm going to say 15. I'm going to round it up. 49-yard bomb to Stefan freaking Diggs on 10 targets. When you have a number one receiver, 10 targets is the minimum. The minimum that you should be giving your number one receiver. I don't give a damn who's covering him. 10 targets should be what you should be giving your number one receiver. Diggs is that dude. I love Diggs. Do not ever not look his way. There should be no reason whatsoever unless my man Deion Sanders drank the elixir to get him 20 years younger and is in his prime and covering Stefan Diggs. That's the only time you do not throw Stefan Diggs. But the last time I checked, Dion is in, in Boulder, Colorado doing his thing and there ain't no elixir. 
go to Stefan Diggs at all times. Never stop. 10 targets, that's how it should be for a number one receiver. Keyword, number one receiver. Stefan Diggs is him. There's no more. I don't need to tell you any more. Shall I proceed? Yes, I will. Gabe freaking Davis. Remember, I just talked about targets, right? Targets, 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 targets make a difference. You got to go. You got to give the targets to your number one guy. Constantly. Let me tell you something, man. I got to check something out because I'm, I'm speaking about targets, right? And I, I want to know what the targets look like for my guy, our guy, Gabriel freaking Davis, right? And I'm going, I'm going to the, 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 the team stats, and I'm, I want to see the targets right now. So rightfully so, Stefan Diggs has 144 targets. Thank you. And that's how it should be done. Like I said, your number one should always get 10 minimum. Now, here's the deal. Hold on a second. Davis has been disappointing this year. His yardage total is is byproduct of his targets. Hold on. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about that. All right. So here's the deal. Gabe Davis, before I get into the game stats, I want to give season statistics, right? Comparing to our number one receiver. So 101 receptions for Stefan Diggs. Once again, over 100 yards, 100 receptions. Love it. 45 receptions for Gabe Davis. Right, he's got less than half of the of the receptions that Stefan Diggs has, rightfully so. Targets, he's got eighty three targets, right? Seven hundred ninety seven yards pa- uh, receiving, and seventeen point seven yards a pop, and he's got seven touchdowns this year. You can't scoff at that, you can't. But here's my problem. He is the I word. Do you know what I word I'm talking about? He is the epitome of the I word. What's the I word? that I'm talking about when it comes to talking about Gabriel freaking Davis. Can you guys help me? I'm going to be Mr. Rogers right now. The letter is I. What I word do you think that I associate when I think of Mr. Gabriel Davis? Can someone tell me what's the I word? Class? Classroom? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Anybody? Someone tell me. Thank you very much. So, Rev, pick, pick, a, pick a comment. Pick a comment in there. Because it's there. In fucking consistent. Fam. Like, I can't, I, I'm, forget about what we did last year. Forget about Gabriel Davis in that playoff game. Forget about that. When you look at what he's done this year, and he started off with a bang against the, what do we, we who did he play uh, first week? Was it Pittsburgh? Doesn't really matter. 98-yard bomb. Right? We like, yo, that, yo, we, we about to freaking keep that thing going, right? But he's, he's, he's wavered off a little bit. And now we have this game. Now we talk about targets, right? I need to go back to the target talk because it's important. You have, excuse me, it was the Rams who played first week. And I, I, what I meant to say was when we played Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was like week two. It's probably week two. Anyways, it's not the point. I'm looking at the targets. This man had 10 targets today. Same as Gabe Davis. And of those 10 targets, three receptions. And of those 10 targets, he had three drops that I counted. And I, you know what? I won't count one of them. Uh, that was, he caught it, but it was out of bounds. So I'll give him that. So I'll call, I'll say two, but I'm, I'm sure there was a third one. But anyway, it's not the point, right? 
39 yards, 19 long with 10 targets. My number two receiver has got to be better than that. And what kills me the most is Josh puts an absolute dime, a dime. When I say dime, and this isn't the first one. This is not the first dime that Josh Allen has thrown your way where it, it is in your basket and you drop that sucker. Fast forward to this week. Josh buying time, doing what Josh does, rolls out. Rolls out. It was three and one was over his head. Thank you very much. I knew it was three. There was three potential drops. Anyway, rolls, buying time, throws an absolute mother effing dime. When I talk about dime, I'm talking about it was so shiny. Anybody can see it. That was a dime. And he jumped. Sometimes they tell you don't jump. You know, as a receiver, if that ball's there, there's no need to jump. You 6'3". You know what I'm saying? Sorry, he's 6'2". You don't need to jump. He had to jump and try to cradle it with you. This is what you get when you catch the footballs with your body. Big drop. Huge drop. And then you find out, oh, it's number 13. Whoa, my God. Could you imagine? Game is on the line. We need that play. It's to send us to the freaking Super Bowl. And you get that. Oh, my goodness, man, boys. People would run that brother out of, out of Buffalo. They would they'd run him out of Buffalo. It's infuriating. It's, it's, it's infuriating. It's frustrating. And it's just the level of inconsistencies bugs me. What has to happen? He's just got to make the plays, man. There's no and ifs or buts. You just got to make the plays. Come on, brother. Like, God, you're, you're the deep threat. You're, you're, you're averaging almost 18 yards a pop. You got to come down with that, man. You got to come down with that game. I like Gabe. And that's the fucked up part. I like Gabe. I like this dude, man. And he's very, he's very much liked in his locker room. But just so damn frustrated. And, I'm, and I know for a fact he's shooting himself. He's beating himself up for that. He's like, yo, I had that shit. But fam, you had many of those and you dropped many of those. So something's got to happen. Yo, sit with that damn jug machine and keep it rolling. Golly, man. Oh, it's frustrating, man. Gabe can do it, but he's not done it all year. Well, here we are. We're talking about it, and we need that from him. Now, my man Chandler Bing, Biggity Bing says, yo, I'm going to take a positive outlook here, Rico. Let me hear it. Gabe balled out in the playoffs last year. Yes, he did. I expect him to do the same this year. He still can make up for his inconsistencies over this year. Time to step it up. You're right about that. But usually you ramp up towards that, right? Like, it isn't just come out of nowhere. We saw, we saw the good things that Gabe Davis was doing all year. That's why, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and when that game happened, we're like, we knew. Because it was, it, was, it, was, it was starting to formulate. We started to see it. This year, although he's had a, I think this is his best statistical year. It just feels hollow. So I want to take the positive outlook and think he will once again show up. Well, guess what? You have an opportunity next week and the week after that and the week after that until we hit the damn Super Bowl. But we are not going to the Super Bowl when you drop opportunities like that. That's a missed opportunity. You can't fail on that. Gabe Davis, love you, man. But you kill that inconsistency. Bro, we need more consistency. Get the in out of there. You know what I'd like to have? I want that football in your hands in the end zone instead of being inconsistent. 
Oh, my goodness, man. Anyway, let's Dog, we're going to get there, bro. We're going to get there. Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir. A little Khalil Shakir sighting. Khalil almost caught one in the end zone, but a great play by Devin McCourty. You got to give it to the old man, Devin McCourty. Great freaking play. Gets his hand out just in time. Boom. And knocks that out. Great play. Stephon Diggs, John Brown with a big reception. Gabe Davis, inconsistent. Khalil Shakir, he got in there with a 28-yard reception. Maybe we might see more of Khalil Shakir, right? He had the presence. He had the awareness to sit on that zone and wait for that football from Josh. Love it. My man Dawson Knox with two receptions with that nice reception in the end zone when Josh had the, he had, see, this is the beautiful thing about Josh and the thing that frustrates me about Josh. And Josh will have the check down right there, wide open. And Josh will be like, you know what? I don't like it. He'll sit there and be like, ah, it's right there. Mm, I don't like it. And then go for the more difficult, <laughs> the difficult throw. And he gets it. And you're like, oh, don't do it. Oh, touchdown. I love this guy. It's it's the it's the it's the thing that makes us love the Bills so damn much. It's it's just one of those it's one of those things, man. Are we ever gonna trust these rookies? Is McDermott ever gonna trust these rookies? He has in the past, but right now maybe they're just not doing enough for him. They're not doing enough for him. I know one of them that's not doing a, a damn thing for him right now, but we're gonna talk about it in just a moment. So altogether, nineteen receptions for these for this group altogether. Great job, and uh, we gotta we gotta we just gotta. Keep doing what we do for Josh Allen. Do your job, and Josh will find you. You know what I'm saying? Josh was like, yo, bump that check down, man. I got this big fella. That's exactly what it felt like. He was like, there was many times where he, nah, I don't like that. I'm going down the middle. Ah, he's wide open. Nah, I don't like that shit. I want more difficulty. You know what I'm saying? He's like a panel. A panel is waiting to give him the, the level of difficulty for the throw. We don't got no panel, bro. Just take the easy, you know what I'm saying? You take the check down if you need to. But I also love it because he's always looking for the sticks. That's the thing that we love about Josh Allen. And that's the thing that makes us the best team in the NFL or one of the best teams in the NFL on third downs. We execute on third downs. We're just nice like that because of guys like Josh Allen. If he took the check down every time, boy, we'd be in trouble. So it's, it's a gift and curse. But I'll take the gift because I love it. Because when he moves the chain, he moves the chains. Love every bit of it. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to go to the defense. Folks, I'm concerned. And if you think I'm overreacting, I'm not. There is reason to be concerned with how we perform today. Mind you, yeah, but the Patriots are playing for their playoff lives and they needed this game. Everyone needs a win. And you don't think those wins are going to come even harder next week? Everyone needs a win. But we cannot play that way. These Buffalo Bills cannot play defense this way. The missed tackles. We continue to miss these tackles, right? My girl Caitlin comes in and says, hey, have they tried one screen pass to Shakir all year? No, we don't. We're not a screen passing team. We do receiver screens. We do that. Running back screens, very rare. Um, and when we do the receiver screens, sometimes they come at inopportune times. It's like, ah, I wouldn't have done it there, but... I guess you tried it. You had to try it. But anyway, let me continue. He's got moves that makes people miss. He needs to be the receiver screen receiver, plus Diggs and Davis are better blockers. Uh, whether Dorsey decides to, to implement that, that's a whole nother ballgame. That's a whole nother ballgame. Now, let me keep... Yo, if do me a favor. We've got over 500 people watching right now. Do me a favor. If you are here for the very first time, you have no idea who we are. We are the Buffalo Fanatics. Right here is my handle on Twitter. Y'all can hit me up. 
Rico underscore BF underscore. And if you guys have not subscribed and you're like, mm, I'm not sure if I should subscribe. I'm not sure. Do it. Just do it. Get off your couch. Don't be lazy and hit that subscribe button. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. All right. So defense. Defensive front. We know that it was going to be altered because we lost Von Miller. But there were moments that we kept things in, in check. We kept things in the game. You know what I'm saying? So will, will there be moments where will there be moments where we're sitting here going, okay, hold on a second. What's our identity on this defense? Like, are we, are we, because for years, passing on us was super difficult. You could not pass on us. You could run on us, but you ain't going to pass on us. And last time I checked, this is a passive league. So there's going to be, because there's going to come a time where you have to somewhat abandon run and start throwing the football. Now, although today we did create some turnovers, which I loved very much, three interceptions, I'll take it. But Mac Jones, in moments in this game, was looking pretty damn good and too good for my liking. Too good for my liking. So looking at this defense today, we finished with one sack, and that sack came from Mr. Greg Rousseau. Love that guy. Five, he finished with five tackles, one sack, four solo, and a, def- a pass defense. Excuse me, he had uh, two QB hits. But I'm looking at this defense as a whole, and we got cooked. We got absolutely cooked. And it, it's not that it started today. It didn't start last week in the first quarter because you already know what happened then. This started way back against the Lions. When the Lions came in and started darting us and throwing wherever, however they wanted to, Amon Ross St. Brown had nearly 200 yards of freaking receiving. I might be exaggerating, but that's what exactly what it felt like. That was rough. That was rough. And then we had... We had more games where you're like, okay, maybe that was an anomaly. That's not going to happen anymore. Uh, it ain't going to happen. We let, the, we let the Lions put up 25 points on us. Not that the Lions are bums. They're a good team. So you can't even hate on that. But my goodness. The week before that, my man Cooper was all over us. Right? Jacoby Brissett was a freaking, he threw for 300 yards on us. Fam. This isn't new. We've been allowing this crap to happen. What has happened? Did we, did we just forget the, the, the Leslie Frazier scheme? Is it Leslie Frazier? Or is it the, the pieces that we have on this team that are just not cutting it? I don't get it. Now, one player, we can give him a pass somewhat because he's coming off a freaking blown knee. But as for the others, nah, bro. We got, we, 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 keep... listen, Scott Blakely just said it perfectly. We can't stop a nosebleed. I'm, we're sitting here doing this, trying to, you know what I mean, trying to stop it. You know what I mean? But it's coming out our ears now. So we're trying to plug the ear. Like, it's coming from everywhere. We got to stop the bleeding, fellas. It's, it's getting disrespectful. It's getting, you know, they're, they're downright don't respect this defensive backfield. And, that, and I'm not even exaggerating. They downright don't respect this defensive backfield. When you look at corner on this side, you see Trey White. Give a damn who that is. We're going at his ass. Oh, it's number 30? Oh, it's number 24? I don't care. Who's the safety? Oh, shit, number three's not there anymore? All right, cool. Who is it, number four? Number 33? I don't care. I'm going to throw the rock wherever I want to. Problem. Problem. I'm going to tell you right now, they don't dare test Sauce Gardner like that. Even we, when we were going up against Sauce Gardner, we didn't even throw his way. We started throwing the opposite way. There is no opposite throwing against this defense. We throw wherever we want to problem 
That is going to be a problem, folks. I'm going to tell you right now. And you see it. We saw it today. It was on display. Today it was on display. The week before that, it was on display since the Lions game. Actually, go back. Since the Browns game. It just felt like it was too easy. This guy was just playing pitch and catch. Wide open guys. Like, what? What is happening? We got we to chill out on that, man. That, that, that once thought of defensive backfield that we thought, like, you know what I mean? We, we, could, we could do that. We're not that. So we have to figure out a way to get back on our, our, on our crap. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not even, there's no cap here. This is facts. If I'm lying, you, let, you guys let me know. If I'm lying, you got, yo, put the potato, you know, little potato on there and say, yo, he's talking shit, you a dud. But if I'm talking, if I'm talking some facts, man, put a microphone up, put a, put a, a flame up, do something. At least I know we're on the same page. Now going back to this defense, going back to the defense. I love this defense. I love the guys on this team, but we're just not playing up to par because I can tell you right now, we go up against the Bengals, they will cook us again. They are already starting to cook, and they weren't even put. They weren't even cooking with grease. You know what I'm saying? They were. They were just about to start cooking with grease, and then it would have been over for us. And then you got Mac Jones coming in and cooking on us too. Nah, we can't have that, man. Joe Burrow's gonna cook us. Pat Mahomes is gonna eat us alive. You know what I'm saying? And who knows? Who the hell's playing quarterback next week? Because we're going up against Jalen Waddle. We're going up against Tyreek Hill. And we already know how they get down. They get busy. If we play Skylar Thompson or whatever that dude's name is, yo, you, they might as well not even get off the plane. But if Tua comes back, not that I'm saying Tua is like a world beater, but if Tua knows what's good, he knows just toss it up there, my guys will get it because I'm going up against 24, 30, or 27. I don't care. We got to start putting, implementing some fucking fear into these freaking quarterbacks and these receivers. But nobody respects this, this Buffalo defense right now. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not looking like it. So we got to clean it up, fellas. 27? Bro, you're my guy. I like 27. Trey White's that dude. But, bro, they don't. And it's, it's unfortunate because he's not 100%. Like, he is what he isn't. You guess what I'm saying? Like, he's 100% to be on the field, but he ain't him. He's not back to Trey White. Now, what I love seeing today was him getting that interception, man. He was impressed. And this is why you have guys like him. He may not be able to be there yet physically. He's not there physically yet, you know what I mean, to be able to, to break it through that. But his mind is sharp. So he's putting himself in great position. I still fear that they will attack his ass like they did against the Bengals. Because the Bengals did not give a damn. They went at his ass and didn't stop. Because they saw something on film. Whoo! So we need to get in the film room and make sure that we see what we see. And if we see uh, uh, something that, that, oh, this team has done this before, we got to get on it. Because right now, there's no respect on, there's, there's no respect in this defense. That's how I feel. Corey says, yo, Rico, hold on, go back to my man, Corey. He goes, yo, Rico, how you doing, brother? Yo, we're going to feast on these fish or what? Hey, hey, I'd love to say that we're going to feast on them. I'd love to, depending on, you know what I'm saying, who's going to be available and who's not. And, and, and you know, Josh is going to show up because it's playoff, you know what I mean, playoff J. He's going to show up. But I don't know if this defense is going to show up. And that's what we need. Offense is going to get there. You saw what we did today. Offense is going to get there. Eventually, we're going to get there. Special teams is coming around. And lo God love Naeem Hines because he sparked something to get going. If not for Naeem, where are we at? 
My man Scott Blake says, yo, it doesn't matter what quarterback plays against this soft-ass defense already made Mac and Zach look great. I'm telling you, man, this defense is, is scary. When I say scary, not scary good, scary like shit. Like, yo, we got to put points up because if Josh has a not-so-great day or the offense has a not-so-great day, it's, it's over for us with the way this defense lately has been playing. So I'm hoping that we get our act together and we get back on track. Because I don't feel like we're, we're back on track just yet. Salute to my man, Blind Man Stone. Appreciate that super chat. That's love. Um, let's bring on Miami, he says. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Rico. Hines was a beast today. And you're absolutely right. And just for you, to my man, Blind Man Stone. <laughs> bing, biggity, bing. Thank you for that super chat. And you're right, man. Naeem Hines was on something else today. He was on something today. And I love every bit of it. He got it started. He got the thing started, man. He sparked us. And if not for special teams, and that's why special teams is so damn important. So damn important. But so damn, mm, you just reminded me of something. And I'm going to get into that because once I'm done with the defense, it's getting into special teams. But you know what? Long story. Let me get to the defense. Long story short, we made plays when we needed to make plays. And that, at the end of the day, is what matters, folks. I could talk about how we need to improve here. We need to improve there, which is facts. But what ends up happening is plays being made when they need to be made. And that's what happened. Milano comes up with the interception. My man Edmonds comes up in with a closing interception. And then we had Trey White that positioned himself perfectly fine over Jacoby Myers and came up with that interception on the one-yard line. Love it. We got When we make them turn the ball over, it's hard for the other team to recover because of the offense that we have. We have such a good offense, top five, top three in the league, that it's, no, it's, not, it's nothing to us. We're going to put points on the board. But defense, yo, we got it. We just we can't we can't just let that thing happen, man. My man, dog twenty six, super chat comes in and says, "Hey, I'm telling you, man, it starts with attitude. Ain't no dogs on this defense. Ain't no vocal leaders that want to go to war. Ain't no reason to respect them. Watch Diggs' energy. Ain't nobody like that on our defense. I beg to differ, because Poyer is a dog. I don't care what anybody tells me. Poyer is a dog. Now, for the vocal leaders." I've, I've once wondered who the vocal leader is as well that would really get somebody going, like rah, rah. You know what I'm saying? Poyer's that dude. I can't see Milano barking at people. I can't see Tremaine Edmonds barking at people. Von Miller could have been that dude. But on the defensive front, there's a lot of quiet guys. You know what? There's another guy that will get us going, and that's Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson got that dog in him. I don't care what anybody tells me. Shaq Lawson got that dog in him. So he can get things popping for these guys because they respect guys that make plays. And Shaq Lawson made some plays today. Salute to Shaq, Shaq Lawson. Because he was up there today. Jack Lawson had three tackles uh, and one solo. So do we have dogs that like we do on the offensive side of the ball? Vocal guys, you're not going to really see that too much. But Shaq Lawson, Jordan Poor, I can guarantee you. And you know what I'm saying? If we, if the good Lord says we can get Micah Hyde back, I'm not saying, I'm not putting it out there, but there's been chatter that he could, he's ready to go, but it's up to the doctors to say, yes, you're clear. And if the doctors came back and said, yo, man, yo, you've been looking really good. Let's give it a go. Or maybe it's a, it's a, it's a playoff shocker. Micah Hyde activated. I don't know. But wouldn't that be nice? There's your other dog. But right now, we got a dog in the backfield in Poirier, and we got a dog in Shaq Lawson. Somebody else is going to have to emerge as a dog. Let the dogs off the leash and let's go. That's what it comes out to at the end of the day. If Hyde returns, though, yo, watch out. Watch out. That's all I'm going to say is watch out. Now, special teams. I can't stress 
how great Naeem Hines looked. Naeem Hines came through. We traded for Naeem Hines from the Colts, and we thought that Naeem was going to come in and be, you know what I'm saying, that change of pace, speed, back, back, catches out of the backfield, all that stuff. Not even close to using him that way. We, we sparingly use him. But he was there brought in to secure punt returns and kick returns and what a decision that was to make. Because at first, we weren't sure. We had a bevy of guys doing it. You know what I mean? We had Khalil back there. We had, you know saying saying, uh, McKenzie back there. And clearly, we didn't feel confident in those two returning footballs. So we went out and, you know what I'm saying, we, we traded for Naeem Hines. And what a difference it made today. Love every bit of that. And that's why you bring guys like that in. Joshua Winder comes in and says, yo, shout out to Bean for going out and getting Hines. Zach Moss wasn't winning the game for us. you damn right. And Zach Moss, he's probably going to make himself a nice little career out there in Indiana. But right now, we made, I think the trade worked out for us greatly. Now, speaking of special teams, what a bozo play today. The ball is punted. The ball, you know what I'm saying, it's bouncing, it's muddy, and it's nasty, and it's just shallow, and it's bouncing all over the place. When that happens, everyone and their mama knows, get the fuck out of the way. Move out of the way because somebody's going to toss you into that football and it's live. Scatter. Move. Skedaddle. Whatever word, adjective you want to use. Move. Here's Taiwan. Taiwan Jones still making, trying, to, trying to make plays and blocking. Yo, they're just going to push into the football as they did and turn over. Those bozo turnovers should never happen. Golly, that, that drove me insane. My wife was next to me. And she's like, what, the hop, what just happened? And I'm, I was cussing 30 seconds before that. I was like, this idiot. I'm losing my, I'm losing my ever-loving mind. I don't know about you guys. But I'm yelling at the TV screen, going, what are you doing? Move. I almost went to my phone and looked for Ludacris. And so I didn't put that shit on there, man. Get the fuck out the way. Golly, man, that shit killed me. Can you imagine? We're trying to close the game out. Somebody's trying to make a play. And they push your ass into you. Push your black ass into the football. Done. Give the, give the ball back to Pat Mahomes. Give the ball back to Joe Burrow with Chase and T. Higgins. Come on, man. Shit is killing me. That shit is killing me. I don't like that. Yo, that shit made me. That shit had me. That shit had me cheese, man. Shout out to my man, Jeff King. Damn sure better hit that cornerback market draft time. Woo! Jeff King, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. Because right now, and I'm going to go back to the defense, because special teams are special teams, man. Tyler Bass does what he does. Sam Martin does what he does. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are are legit. Sam Martin had three punts for, you know what I mean, an average of 41 yards. That's what it does. Punts one inside the 20. Good shit. Tyler Bass, five for five and extra points. Let's keep pushing. Love it. But that cornerback market, and we're going, Jeff King, I'm, bl- I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to bring that up in just a little bit. By the way, we're 55 minutes into this. Appreciate y'all. Smash that like while you guys are in here. Let's get this video. Let's get it to what? 700, you know what? Let's get it to 716 likes. 716 likes. If you guys know, you know. 716 likes. Let's roll. Dog26 comes in with a super chat. He goes, oh, I stand corrected. But I ain't hearing him. We heard him when he killed the pass last year. I've been looking for all <laughs> for that all year. That fire, that dog. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Trust me. But Poyer is that dog. Poyer is that dude. Trust and believe that. 
Now, question for the chat. Do you think Trey comes back to his all-pro form, or should the Bills get another cornerback? I'll let y'all get into that because it's a, it's a good question. It's a good question because we just drafted one in the first round. We'll get into that in just a little bit. My closer remarks. So let's go to the team stats, all right? Because sometimes box scores doesn't tell you anything. I just like reading the box score for myself to see, you know, who, who stood out, who did what they had to do, right? I'm looking at the passing stats today, and the Patriots had 20 first downs to our 18. Offensively, we weren't great, folks. Although we put up 30, what, 30, 35 points, we weren't great offensively. And, I, and I'll, I'll go to show you with the team stats. Looking at the team stats, all right? 10 passing first downs for the Bills, eight rushing first down for the Bills. And um, the one thing I did like, we didn't have many penalties today. That's, I think it was one of the lowest outcome of penalties this year, right? We went seven for 12 on third downs. That's what we do. We're always over 50%. That's what we do. Uh, I can't say we're always, but we're always hovering around the 50% mark. So shout out, shout out to the Bills going for seven for 12 on third downs. Legit. Total yards. The Patriots outgained us in total yards, 341 total yards today to our 327. They had 12 drives. We had 11 drives. 5.3 yards of play to our 5.6. Not great. We're usually much better than that. 237 yards passing, which is cool. I'll take it. Seven yards of pop. We had, uh, and we got, we took the sack twice this year, uh, twice this game. All right. Now, here's where it gets interesting red zone. We got in the red zone twice. We capitalized once. But here's why that red zone is important. Because once we get in the red zone, we don't want to throw the football away. We don't want to give the football away. But yet, here we are giving the football away. These red zone interceptions from Josh Allen need to stop. Because good teams will capitalize and score off of them. And now, it's a swing. It's a seven-point swing. We just can't have that. We can't have that. And I know he knows that. I'm not saying shit that, you know what I mean, we don't know. But, like, when you had the first one, cool. Second one, hey, man, chill out. Three, four, five, that's enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is enough. Knock it off. Knock it all the way off. But one for two in the red zone, two there, two for four in the red zone. Here's the thing, man. Altogether, this game only had four penalties all game. Four penalties. You know what I'm saying? We had two for 20, and they had two for 20. We both had three turnovers. Can't have that, but you guys already know that. We lost the two fumbles, obviously, and then the interception. And here's the deal. Special teams played a part today. We don't do well in special teams. Who knows how this game plays out? We probably still win it, but we don't win it in the way that we did today. So special teams was huge. Two touchdowns on special teams. Shout out to the game ball, man. You mean microphone stand up. That's the guy, man, Naeem Himes. He was that dude today, man. We had, and we lost the time of possession today, too, 32 to 27. But at the end of the day, what ends up, what matters most at the end of the day is the W. What, ends, what matters most is we get the win and we move on to next week because we could be any other team right now that is not moving on to next week. And the only thing they're moving on to is that Cinnabon, you know I'm saying, on the couch watching next week the Bills and Miami Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? We're not watching from home. We're going to be playing. So that's what's dope. But boy, do we have some things to clean up. And I'm going to chalk it up, and I'm going to be generous and nice by saying 
we didn't have a full game on Monday. So we had to, you know what I mean, really get our act together. We had to really get our act together and try to get our mojo back. But then when I look at and see what the Bengals did, obviously the Bengals weren't facing Lamar Jackson, but they handled business. They took care of business. They didn't dilly-daddle. They didn't, you know what I'm saying, play games, man. They just came in and, and just handled business. 27-16, get out of here. Now they are playing the third quarter, the third quarterback on the squad, but they handle what they're supposed to handle. So we got the dub, we got the win. That's what matters. And before I get out of here, I want to thank y'all for tuning in first and foremost. But I do have one last thing to talk about. Oof, Michelle, thank you very much. Kair freaking Elam. Bro, you have a big offseason ahead of you. You have a huge offseason ahead of you because you need to emerge. You need, it's not even like, oh, we'll see. We'll give him two years and three years. Now, bitch, we drafted you in the freaking first round. First round. You will need to work your tail off and emerge as that dude because right now, as of right now, fam, it's not looking good. I'm discouraged when I see 24 out there. I'm discouraged. I don't want to be discouraged, man. I want to see him out there. My man's not turning his head around. He's grabbing. He's holding. Like, oh, come on, son. Like, we got to be better. But he's a rookie, Rico. He's a rookie. Give him some time. Then draft his ass in the third. Those are the guys that get time. Time to develop. Draft him in the fourth. Those are the guys that need time to develop. We drafted his ass in the first. He ain't no quarterback. He's not going to sit behind someone and learn. He's a corner. Get out there and do what the fuck we asked you to do and cover, man. Shit, you guys got me cussing. I don't want to cuss. But damn, he's a fr- he's frustrating, bro. Oh, and in his first year. So I can't go too hard on that dude. Young cat. But man, we I need more. I'll speak for myself. I need more. You know what I'm saying? Something like LL Cool J. I need more. You know what I'm saying? I do. But that's maybe that's a selfish fan in me that I want the cornerback that we drafted in the first round to perform. And right now you're splitting time with Dane. And even Dane is kind of, you know what I'm saying? Iffy. And 27 is now right back to himself. So right now we have an iffy, shaky defensive backfield. And if we have aspirations to win the Super Bowl, that part of the game must get better. It's a must. Not uh, could get. No, it must get better. If we want to really push. Because I'll tell you right now, Cardarius Tony, Pringle, who else? Juju, McKinnon, Travis Kelsey. They'll run laps around us. They will. They will. It's going to be a fun day for them because they're just going to torch that defensive backfield if we don't come up and start stepping our game up. But first things first, before we even get there, we got to take care of the Miami Dolphins. And this is how I'm going to end the show because we got the Miami Dolphins. We split the series 1-1. We split the series 1-1. They got that first one. You know what I'm saying? They got it in the bag. We got to give it to them. But that that second one, we came back. We took it. But now, best of three. You know, my man say, I agree. I think we need to say it with your chest from Rico. Listen, man, I said it with my chest. You guys don't know how I feel. Some people, some people I may rub people the wrong way, and I apologize if I do. Actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't apologize. You know what I'm saying? I apologize to absolutely, absolutely no one. That's how I feel. And that's why these post games are great because it's therapeutic for me. This allows me to vent. And if this works for you guys, where it's therapeutic in a way, 
Smash that like. Show me that thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Show me a smiley face. Do all of that stuff. Now we face off with the Miami Dolphins next week in Buffalo. Who is going to quarterback that team? <laughs> Connor McRico. <laughs> you stupid ass. But who is going to quarterback the Miami Dolphins? Is it Teddy Two Shoes? Teddy Two, Teddy Two Toes? Teddy Two Fingers? Is it? Are they going to? Are they going to bring back Tua? Do they really? I mean, here's the thing, man. They're going to be. They're going to be like, "Hey, man, we sat him for a while, so he's good to go." But like, this is this is where it's going to be tricky. Don't you guys love him? Don't you guys, you know, I mean respect? You want to respect his health? What about his health and safety? You can't put that guy out there. What if he gets a fourth concussion? Sit him down now. That's the people that care, and that's the people that are thinking of Tua. But then you know that this is a business. Wait a minute now. We have an opportunity to beat the Bills and get our first win in the playoffs in a long time. We should play him. But what if he gets hurt? Yeah, it's football. He knows what he signed up for. Because that's the, that's the true tone. He knows what he signed up for, and it's the facts. These players know what they signed up for. You could get your shit rocked and get a severe concussion. But you know going into the game, that's what it is. So do they protect him and say, yo, you know what, let's shut it down. But if they were, they were going to shut his ass down, they would have shut him down already. So chances are two of plays. That's exactly right, Joshua Winder. Tua's a grown man. And I've had my, I have my thoughts on Tua. First and foremost, Tua's a grown-ass man. If he feels, yo, I, am, I can't do this. My head is not right. I'm still getting symptoms. I'm X, Y, Z. I don't like it. Yo, I can't do this. He's a big boy. He can tell them what's up. Now, if he, if he doesn't say a word, he's at fault as well. He's at fault as well. Ain't nobody going to hold your hand. You're a grown-ass man. Can you play or can you not? You, you ever be with coaches? Son, are you hurt or are you injured? So that's what they're going to call him. They're going to ask him, are you hurt or are you injured? Because if you're injured, get to the sideline. But if you're hurt, you can dust yourself off, get back in it. So which is it? That's the football that I, that I know. And it's probably still like that now. In some places. But will he play? Will Tua play? Will the league say, man, y'all should, should think twice about that? Will Miami say, Yo, Tua, you think you can go or not? Just talk to us. <laughs> What's up, Megan? Is it Mayan? Morning with Mayan? Morning with Mayan. I appreciate you, girl. But real talk, that's facts. We're about to find out what's really good. This is when you know where, this is when you know this is a business. We're about to find out how business the NFL is. Next week, when it comes to Miami Dolphins, <laughs> somebody said, "Put you, put some bass in your voice." We're about to find out what's really good. Put your glasses back on. We're about to find out what's really good when you're in the NFL. How business are you? I'll tell you right now, the NFL is a big business because, I mean, with all due respect to the whole situation with uh, with our guy Demar Hamlin, big business. 
charities make money. Everybody, yo, this is big business. And I'm so glad that Damar is well and he's tweeting and he's all that. And, and it looks like he's gonna, I mean, recover, fully recover. We have no idea. Nobody's gonna say anything. But that's big business, boy. They made yo coverage of this and that. Oh, big business. If you think they didn't make no money behind that, oh, they did. So now we're about to find out how big business is the NFL when it comes to Tua and the Bills playing next week. We're about to find out what's really good, man. Are they going to play two or not? You know they will. They have to. The ratings are going to be crazy. Ain't nobody watching the Bills take on Skyler freaking Thompson. Who the fuck is Skyler? First of all, no disrespect to people that have their kids named Skyler. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm, a, I'm joking, folks. It's a joke. For kids that are named Skyler, they're probably pretty cute. But when they become grown folk, call them Skyler. You know what I'm saying? You call a grown man Chuck. Like calling a I'm going off, I'm going off. Listen, let me just let me just go off a little bit on something else. This has nothing to do with say with your chest. I just want to laugh, right? You ever have kids when you see kids when they're when parents call them like grown folk name? And you're like, oof, it's too old for that. Gwen, meet my daughter Gwendolyn. Ooh, Marja. Hey. Kick, don't do that. You know what I mean? Skyler. Now Skyler is a 45-year-old man. Gonna call me Skyler. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, am I too much? Am I being too much right now? I'm just being. I'm just being real because don't you see some names out there? You're like, yo, there's some black folks that come out with some names. You're like, come on now, stop with that. Look at the NFL. There are some names out there. You're like, the Brickashaw Ferguson, the Brickashaw, the Brickashaw. Come on, son. What is that? The Brickashaw. No. That's the first thing that came to my mind when I said that. DeBrickashaw. I'm sure there's some other names out there. My man, you listen, yo, Key and Peel did it perfectly because there's some names out there. You're like, come on, son. Skyler's one of them. And usually, the only Skylers I know are from my daughter's, my, you know, Rico's in his bag right now. I'm not trying to be in my bag, man. But my daughters, they go to school with kids and all the Skylers that I've ever heard, they're all girls. Little girl's name is Skyler. Grown ass man named Skyler. I look like a 55 year old man calling you. There's another one. Plexico. I beg your pardon. Plexico. Plexiglass. I'm sorry. Do I digress? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Let me keep going. There are some names out there, boy. And and I had to make sure when I was naming my kids, I had to make sure that you can call them this name when they're young and it works perfectly for them when they're older. So that way you're good. You know what I'm saying? And there's some names that are right in the middle. There's some names like, yo, you're it's too old to be calling you know, me my two-year-old Chuck. Come here, Chuck. Care. <laughs> you know I mean? Not that his name is Chuck. You you Charlie, but you 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 get into that. Call the little guy Jim. Jim is a great name for later. Little Jim at one-year-old Jim. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yo, he said, look at mine, Slobon. Yo, but Slobon, listen. <laughs> You're, that's a foreign name. You know what I'm saying? That's a foreign name. So, like, it could mean something so beautiful. Slobon might mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's, one, there's one right now, Ebony. And I like Ebony. <laughs> Ebony, I'm not trying to kill you, girl. I'm not. I'm, being, I'm, I'm just being funny. 
If you if you guys knew my name, I'll tell you, man. But anyway, if you guys knew my govy, my government name, y'all be like, what? You don't look like a... So the people that know that, no. Jeff King says, if my old man named me Skylar, I would have beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying, no. There's, some, there's probably some people in here that their kids are named Skylar. I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? We ain't trying to do that. We're just having fun, folks. We're just having fun. Because the Bills won. We're trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> we really do. You know what I'm saying? Siobhan, we appreciate you, Siobhan. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Yo, Siobhan is how you say it. Oh, oh, Siobhan. I, hold on a second. I see an L in there. Slobhan, but it's really Siobhan. I meant to, actually, I went to school with a girl named Siobhan. So it's not that it's, it's, uh, it's foreign to me, but you know what it is. Smash that later. Listen, folks. Smash that like for people that have uncommon names. Smash that like for people that have names that are, that are too old for the young ones. And then when you get older, it's not, not looking good for you when you're older. It's just what it is. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. Like my man, listen, we have one of our writers, one of our great writers actually on the team. His name, he's from the UK. His name, when you look at his name, it looks like an L. So it's Leston. So I'm like, cool. It's Leston. And then you find out it's an I. So it's Yeston. But yesterday could work as a little one or a grown folk. It's just when you have a name like Skylar, it's a little odd. Anyway, Bills win. That's all that matters to us. I just want to, I want to just kind of make you guys laugh a little bit before I get out of here. Uh, I got I to gotta go and put my head down before I go to the night shift because I worked the night shift. Shout out to people that work night shift, that work the midnight to eight shift. Shout out to you. Smash that like if you are a night shift worker like I am. But uh, for the most part, folks, for the most part, um, I hope you guys had a, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. By the way, somebody was trying to say, somebody was trying to say, uh, Naheem. Listen, Naheem is a great name. My, I have a, I have a cousin, I have two cousins and their name is, uh, Nahemi. Very close to Naeem, right? Nahemi can pass as a young one. These foreign names, you just never know because there's probably some beauty behind it. What does Skylar mean? Is there, is there something, does Skylar mean anything? Let me take that down. Let me look at what Skylar, what the meaning behind Skylar is. Because I'm sure. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> the meaning of Skylar, Skylar meaning. What, is a Skylar, what does Skylar mean? And, I, and if they tell me this is a biblical name, because I know they ain't no, this ain't no biblical name. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so uh, meaning scholar. scholar uh, Skylar is a gender neutral name, okay, of Dutch origin, a variant of the surname Schuler or Schooler. I'm going to say Schuler probably. It means a scholar. Oh, there you go. So Skylar is it means scholar and was introduced to the United States in the 17th century by the Dutch settlers. Well, how about that? While scholar is commonly used for girls' names, the alternative spelling is scholar is more popular for boys. So scholar with the A-R is for the females and E-R for the boys. Well, you learn something. Well, guess what? If Skyler is going to be the one playing for the Miami Dolphins, we cannot have him look like a freaking scholar. Cannot. So bring bring on Tua, bring on Teddy. It don't matter, man. We just get we we're destined to go to the Super Bowl. It just feels that we just we just need to. With all the the stuff that has gone on with Buffalo, with all the things from the storms, the shootings, the you know I mean with Demar, like the city has been through uh, enough. You feel me? So at the end of the day, yo, Nate Peterman has a great classic name, Nate. Anyway. So with all, in, in all seriousness, with all the things that Buffalo has gone through, 
like you feel like, all right, this is the season to make it happen. And anything, anything beyond that, you know what I'm saying, would be a disappointment. Anything that other that doesn't end in the result of us winning the Super Bowl would be a disappointment. What am I am I the only one that believes that? I feel that we need we need this. This this Super Bowl, like yo, listen, you can't tell me they're saying that McDermott doesn't deserve a Super Bowl or Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs or the city of freaking Buffalo doesn't deserve a Super Bowl. Fam, this is it. We're we're on to it. We're on to the second season of the year. Season one done. You know what I'm saying? This is this is like a this is like a new we're into a new series. This is a, this is a series, but this is this is the we're going into the season finale. You know what I mean? It was today. Season finale today. Now we start the new season. Season two coming up. How good is it gonna be? We gotta make sure that we handle our business. Anyway, that being said, before we get out of here, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring my my guy Rev on so we can kind of close this show out. Reducer extraordinaire, Rev, Revy Rev. So uh Rev, let's end this show, bro. What's up, and baby? Listen, let's let's talk. Let's at the end of the day, closing remarks on this game, on the season before we get into the playoffs. Closing remarks. What mm. are your closing remarks on this? Let's talk about the season and the game, and and try to put that into sixty seconds. What you got? Yeah. So at the beginning of, of the year, a lot of us, myself included, thought that the Bills would 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 be in contention for twenty and zero. I mean, because. A lot of the a lot of the talk was the Bills are the favorites, but McDermott though, and I have to give a huge shout out to McDermott. He had the mantra: "Find a way." Mm. And boy, I mean, have has the have the Bills not been been faced with the with with an opportunity to find a way to win every single game this year with all the adversity, with everything they've had to face this year. They have found a way, and they are in position right now to host a playoff game um, this season in the playoffs against the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to Sean McDermott. Shout out to the rest of the team. They have found a way to win these games and put themselves in position, and they are doing this thing for DeMar number three. And so, man, like I look forward to what the Bills have to do um, in the playoffs. The regular season has been extreme adversity, but I thank – God for this team and what they've been able to put on the field this year. Uh, 13 and three. I don't know how many people thought that we'd be in this position right now, but we are here and this team seems like they're destined for greatness. And I don't know how many other teams are going to be able to beat this team uh, with this momentum going forward in the playoffs. So shout out to the team, shout out to Sean McDermott and shout out to uh, DeMar Hamlin. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And for me, let's, let's put it this way, man, to, to put a, uh, to put a bow on the season because we've been through so much and uh and and how things have played out. Yeah, it looks grim and then we come out of it. It looks right. grim and then we come out of it and the community comes together and it always looks grim and then we come out of it. So you know what? The season, you know, I mean started off great, then it went dim, then went high, and then we we last week went down and then we're back up again. And let's keep it going up. So next right. week. An opportunity to, you know, what I'm saying to ramp things up, but to to close this season out, what a this season went by fast, bro. This season went by fast, but it guess did. what? Uh, it was a fun season, man. It was fun to cover it. We're not going to playoff mode, so folks, buckle up, buckle up. Mm. We gonna get this thing going, and uh, and then we'll see where, where where this takes us, man. This is where we need everybody stepping up. If you think if you thought you didn't have another gear, this is where you gotta fucking sh- find that. Shift that shit into another gear because we got we got things to take care of, man. 
Lewis Tamper says your momentum is rolling. We inspire. Yo, Let's go, man. It's true. We gotta, we got, we gotta be able to take. Care. We gotta be able to take care of this, man. So that's it for us. That's it for me. Rev, any last words before I get out of here? Let's go, Buffalo. That's all I gotta say. Let's go, right. Buffalo. Let's do this for three. We are we are fighting for more than just a Super Bowl championship. We're doing this for number three, and that is enough energy and momentum going forward. Let's get this thing, baby. Let's go. And uh, my man Jeff King was uh, came in and went. I guess he went to uh, he went the old the, he he did the old Google search. He said, per Webster's yeah, dictionary, the name Skyler is the name of an individual who gets their ass kicked daily for being named Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stupid Jeff. Jeff is a Jeff, man. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't either. <laughs> Jeff, you a fool. <laughs> yo, Jeff, you a no ass. <laughs> anyway, so yo, I'm a, a I'm good a, thing we ain't got no Skyler on this team, man. <laughs> yo, you a fool. <laughs> right, but, I'm gonna put you in the backfield because I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing how I normally sign. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yo, that's my man Rev. So Rev smash that like for my man Rico, baby. No doubt about it. And my man Rev is gonna be popping up again on Wednesday night. Tune in. The rated Rev show on Wednesday night. You know he's always gonna come in with it and kill that shit. And uh, we good, man, folks. But for real, Jeff, Jeff yo, Jeff, you are. <laughs> that was yo. I haven't had I haven't had a laugh that genuine in a long time. That was that was good, Jeff. You got me. You got me good. I, that shit started off serious as shit. I was like, oh shit, he found another. <laughs> he found another definition, and here he goes. So anyway, appreciate that, Jeff. You give me a good laugh, you motherfucker, man. Anyway, folks. That's it for me. That's it for the Bills this season. I hope you guys had a good one. Do me a favor. Before you guys leave, there's 400 of y'all in this bitch from, from Facebook to YouTube. Smash that like. If you haven't smashed it, smash that like real quick. Smash that like real quick. We are near 25,000 subscribers. I want to do something special for somebody that is a member. You see, man? If you, if you have not joined the Bing Squad, it's really it's simple. www supportbf.com is that simple everything you need to know is right there and links in the bio all that good stuff is there peruse all you want but at the end of the day serious all all, all jokes aside great season we're about to jump into a, a new endeavor a new season and we got to bring everything to it and uh if if this team wasn't inspired by a lot of things that happened this season <clears throat> be inspired i got some i got some martha martha cough Oh, oh, be inspired. If you don't think that you that we got it, be inspired because this, this season was something else, man. So let's continue it. Let's continue it. So <clears throat> until next time, folks, I hope you guys have a great weekend and end of the week. And I hope you guys start off a week with a bang because we won that. Food is going to taste good. Drinks are going to taste good. Everything's going to be good going forward. Somebody said Rico's getting emotional. No, I wasn't getting emotional. I got a little dry spot in the throat. I was like, hold on. I'm about to die on, on screen. Um, but no, we good. Good thing I had some little agua next to me uh so we're good to go <laughs> so if you guys appreciated the show if you guys appreciated the humor if i if i um offended you <clears throat> in any way because you know someone that that is named uh skylar i don't apologize it was just a joke <laughs> it's just what it is so uh but uh we will catch you guys on the flip side you guys have a great week and uh, i'm back at it again on tuesday zbot is back at it again tomorrow he just moved to connecticut he's doing big things so uh, he's going to have a new setup. So it's going to be something else. Yo, BF, we're trying to do it, people. We're trying to keep y'all entertained. We're trying to keep it going. And uh, if this is the one-stop shop for you guys to come through, we embrace it. We love it. And if you guys still want to shop, 
Go to the BF Fan Shop. We have merch. If you want to support BF, just get yourself a simple BF shirt, man. We love it. And post a picture, and we'll tag you, and we'll put you all over the place, man. And that's what it is, man. But, folks, that's it for me, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys coming through. Always showing love. And um, and uh, it's it's always it's always love, man, even from other fan bases, man. We love it. So, uh, folks, that's it. I hope you guys appreciate that show. And uh, there's more where that came from. And uh, we will go from there. So, that's it. Let me get my, let me cue my music, get that thing going. And then that's it, folks. Enjoy the week. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone, folks. And we'll catch you guys later. See you Tuesday. Let's go. BF all day. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.